girls, if ever there's a week to do an episode on swearing, it's this fucking week. Hello and welcome to the fourth and newest episode of Gin and Barrett, the podcast. I am here with stellar friend of the pod, Sarah. Hello, Sarah. Hello. And to brand new fresh virgins for the pod, <laughs> we're here with Carla. Hello, Carla. Hi, Kevin. <laughs> and Emily. Hello, Emily. Hello. Hello, thank you all for being with me today. And I just would like to say out there, this podcast shows how many friends I actually have. There's new guests every fucking week. <laughs> Ooh, I'm only joking. Um, right, so we're going to go straight into... Sorry, I always do this. I did this last week. How have your weeks been? How was your weekend? Carla, how was your week? Yeah, week was grand. Um, busy, but grand. Bought myself a walker pad. So... Oh yes, you sent me. I'm like, I make out one of those two actually. Cause the weather I'm following the, the TikTok trend. They just need the standing desk now, and I'll be doing it the same age room work. Would you get one? A standing desk. Mm. Well, I could borrow women's because he has one. I just move it out. But no, oh, I is it any good? No, he never uses it, so it might, he might just see go missing. Oh, man. Yeah. <laughs> There'll be a death happening. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> I don't know where it went. <laughs> Emily, how was your week been? How's your weekend? Did you recently move? Yes, I did. I recently moved to Scotland in Glasgow, so still. Okay, the new. Exactly. <laughs> so I'm still just settling in. We've only been here about, I want to say, two weeks now. So we're still just oh, kind yeah. of settling in, figuring everything out, working, trying to like buy furniture and get the house all set up. So yeah, it's exciting. Love it. Well, I hope I'll be invited soon. Of course, will. <laughs> Girls, we're going on a trip to Scotland. <laughs> <laughs> on this dinner line. <laughs> Literally, there we go. Um, and Sarah, how has your week weekend been? Yeah, all good. Um, today like a lot of other very lucky people managed to secure my taylor swift tickets for Uh, dublin so it's hard to complain very hard to complain for once that is good that is good are either of you two girls into taylor swift no i didn't i wasn't even trying to get involved in the getting of the tickets i was like there's no way it's gonna happen i was like there's people out there who like will like camp out and stuff they deserve it more you know what like that was a good choice it was so stressful it was so stressful but worth it yeah it'd be so worth it on the day cannot wait it will be like i do like some of i do like her music it's quite boppy but i wouldn't be that much of a fan of her where i like i would get tickets to go see her Mm. um but i'm happy for those people who did well Well aren't you good i know (laughs) Um, okay, so we're going to go straight into news and popular culture. Is there anything in the news and popular culture that's been tickling your fancies this week that you want to discuss? Do you know what? No. I'm 
awful at the minute just because we've just moved and stuff. I, out of these four walls, I couldn't tell you what the fuck is going on in the world. I'm like so out of the loop with everything. It's insane because I'm just like, I'm just so in my little bubble of like, I've got this to do and this to do. I just, I haven't kept up with anything. Yeah. I mean, well, Ariana Grande is um, just split up with her husband, hasn't she? They're getting divorced. God, I didn't that even was know she was married. Yeah, we've only been married for two years and she's getting divorced. Who the fuck is she married to? Or was married to? Some guy. Could not tell you. <laughs> a bit better than Pete Davidson, that type of vibe. Okay. But yeah, she's getting divorced, so that's all I know. That's going on in the world right now. Oh my God, I didn't even know that, to be fair. No, I don't, I don't even know who he is. I know... Um. This isn't in my notes, but this is t- something I just thought of about divorce. You know, Sophia Figaro. Yeah. That might yeah. be my phone. <laughs> <laughs> Cora, if you're out there listening, you've interrupted me fucking podcast. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Joker. Uh, love you, really. Um, what was I saying? Oh, so Sofia Vergara and you know that really fit muscle guy yeah. out of Magic Mike, what you call him? And he's True Blood, Joe Manganiello oh, or something. Oh, yeah. Big Dick Richie. Is, what is it? His character in Magic Mike, he's Big Dick Richie. <laughs> oh my god! Right, well, well, yeah, whatever. But um, <laughs> they're getting divorced, so hit me up, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> me and Nick wouldn't mind a threesome if you love. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anybody would mind a threesome with him to be fair <laughs> oh I know imagine right we'll go into the news then if nobody has anything else um, I'm going to start off with two kind of heavy news topics just to make us sound sensible and we know what we're talking about <laughs> and then we can get into more fun silly stuff um, so the first thing I have is yet another broadcasting scandal where really? are they all coming yeah do you know the weasel, little gremlin person, Dan Wooten, Wooten, whatever the fuck his name is? No. Vaguely know that name, but can't think of where from. So he used to work for the Sun newspaper, um, and he now works for GB News. You know that TV station that nobody watches? Mm-hmm. Maybe if you do, if you're offended, <laughs> I'm sorry, but um, not really. But, uh, <laughs> he now has a talk show with them like every night at like 10 p.m. or something. Um, and he's from New Zealand. They should take him back. Um, and he like he goes after people like Meghan Markle and Harry. He vilified, developed Schofield, rightly so when he came out. I'll give him that one. Um, all about Hugh Edwards last week and everything like that. But he, he lays into a lot of people. He he lay into Caroline Flack quite a lot, and then look what happened there. Mm-hmm. Um, her ex Andrew Brady, who was on The Apprentice and Celebrity Big Brother, he what it what when that happened to Caroline, he went after Dan Whitten, and then Dan Whitten got him arrested and under stalker charges. Um, oh and then God. Andrew went to prison for like a year because oh, of Dan damn. Whitten. But this new scandal that has come out is he used yeah. a pseudonym. <laughs> A pseudonym, like a fake name. Yeah, pseudonym. That's right. Just a fake name. Here's me trying to be posh. Um, <laughs> called Martin Brannan. That is the most EastEnders character name I've ever heard. That's in what life. I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> EastEnders, the way he's still not there now. They'll be listening to this podcast. Oh my god, that's our next character. <laughs> that's our next character. A cousin of a cousin of a cousin of Jack. Oh, Brannan. Mitchell's cousin. <laughs> 
that he used this name, Martin Brennan, apparently to offer large sums of money uh, in return for people filling filming themselves carrying out sex yeah. acts. And the people that he targeted were predominantly male heterosexuals. Mm. Um, and he, now he is, so this is all coming out now, another scandal. Um, but it's by a newspaper that's not really heard of. It's called By Times, like no, By Times, like BY Times. Um, no bad big times. newspaper to talk. I know about Times <laughs> for him. Um, <laughs> no other kind of big newspapers or media things are talking about. Pardon me, they're not really talking about this because he's a journalist and he's in their kind of pockets, isn't he? So they wouldn't really report about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, but maybe they've also learned their lesson from Hugh Edwards not to broadcast this information so who knows what's happening but he is now claiming that he is the target of a witch hunt um which i think is extremely ironic given what he has done to like Meghan markle and harry to philip schofield to Hugh edwards to like a lot of people in the public eye he goes after for no reason um and if you work for the song you're coming away so yeah <laughs> <laughs> karma's a bit you know what I mean? And it's come round to bite him. So I hope I get them. Because, like, if you ever see clips of him, he is just so fucking, like, irritating. He's, and he's gay, which mm-hmm. he's one of them bitchy queens who are just like, oh, you hate them. Like, you just you just hate them. So I hope he gets what's coming to him. Um, My next story, trigger warning, I just want to say that. Um, It's about abortion. Mm. Um, Have you heard the sentence scandal? of the woman who, I don't know where she was, was it the UK, Northern Ireland? Something tells me it's Northern Ireland, but it could be wrong because our laws are a lot stricter over here. She's a 45-year-old woman during lockdown. She was jailed for terminating her pregnancy after the legal time limit um, during lockdown. She was originally given a 28-month sentence, was that two years and a bit? Um, but that has now thankfully been reduced to 14 months but suspended so that means she's getting released and she doesn't have to do more time unless she commits another crime so she received the tablets under the pills by post scheme which was introduced during the pandemic for good reason but you have to be under apparently the 10 week period to receive those tablets in the post but she lied and she was actually 32 to 34 weeks pregnant Oh, wow. Um, now, I, I'm not a woman, so I, I will, don't really comment on this, but how long is the, like, peer pregnancy? Like, in weeks, what's the full-term weeks? pregnancy? That's what I mean yeah, to say. Yeah. She wasn't far away from the child being full-term, essentially. Yeah, she was real close. I mean, I didn't look too much into the details of this, because um, I'm thinking, it, your body, your choice, do whatever you want. Um, and she already has three children um, as well. So it's probably a financial thing. Um, and who wants more children on top of three? Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, and as well, this could be a thing where during lockdown, a lot of things were a lot slower. Like things were more difficult to get. The NHS was under pressure. So if we looked into this more, maybe we would see that actually she'd actually... I mean, it's a difficult thing because I don't want to say, like last week I came out and said I hated children, but I don't want to say that. <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? It's a difficult thing to comment mm. on, but I just thought it was a piece You're of news. A rabbit hole. Exactly. I think it's very <laughs> harsh that she was jailed for it. 
Yeah, and, I agree. And, I'm glad, and I'm glad she's been released. Um, because I think like that, you know, you shouldn't be jailed for that. And I would say the NHS was under pressure, and that's why she had to do what she had to do. Um, so yeah. Mm. So they're kind of our serious news topics about it. Um, and if there's any women out there listening, we do not judge. It's up to you what you do, your body, your choice. I'm all for pro-choice. And there's enough of children in the world, darling. Um, okay. on children <laughs> <laughs> so we're on to fun topics now. Um, so did you know that the UK is apparently the working from home capital of Europe? Oh, wow. I guess you did. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> That's so, fascinating. I know, isn't it? Everything's what? going the opposite way now. What do you mean? They're all trying to get us back in the office. Mm, well, it's in the UK. It's very well. I think they've seen Europe isn't really up for that working from home. So they, they, I think the UK is now trying to like get us all back in like the rest of Europe. But if it doesn't affect the productivity, why does it, why, where does it matter where you do the work as long as you get the work done? But um, a study exactly. shows that the younger generation, maybe not us, maybe younger, and maybe Emily's age, maybe your generation, you're younger than us, bitch. <laughs> yeah, what are you trying to say? <laughs> um... Apparently that younger generation don't want to work from home. They prefer contact with their their colleagues and things like that. Now, my question is, what fucking young people did they ask? Because I don't want to fucking go. If I had the choice of working from home and having more work-life balance, I would choose that. So who the fuck did they ask? What What's your opinions on that? Like, would you rather work from home? Would you Would you rather go into the office? What's your opinions? Well, I love working from home and where I work, it's a force that you have to come in three days a week, which is horrific. You know, it doesn't, it doesn't affect your productivity, but they, you know, with all this whole interactions and come in and build relationships with your colleagues, but you come in and nobody speaks to each other and you (laughs) go for tea by yourself and you go for lunch by yourself and you're sitting there feeling lonelier than you did at home on your own. And you're like, why did I come in? See, that's weird. Why did they force you to come in if no one's going to talk? Like, you, you're better off. Yeah, they it's weird. They want to control us. I know from working in, in office management that it's probably to do with what's the point of having the building or the office if people's not coming in. I can understand that sense. So, you know, you're paying for something that you might not need, but then get rid of the office and just work from yeah. home. That's just, just get rid of it. Um, the place I worked was it last year. They threatened to take bonus off us if we didn't do it three days and the HR staff, they all record us as being present every day. It's it's like <laughs> micro-controlling. Sure, that's really good. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, yeah. it's the thing of us now, it's like saying like, oh, the younger generation would prefer to go in. Like, speaking from a point of view of someone who's like, what, 22? I would not prefer to go in. I was so yes. happy. <laughs> I know that's <laughs> I was so happy. Get out of bed in the morning, go and sit on my laptop in the comfort of my own home, do you know? And just, I just don't think it affects your productivity. Like Carla said, what is the point in going into somewhere where you either hate the people around you or you like a handful of people or you don't speak to half the people you work with? Like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, unless you're like one of these people who like absolutely thrives off like social interaction and stuff, like, why would you not just want to stay mm-hmm. home and then see your friends after work? Like, True. just makes no sense to me. Oh, 100%. 
uh, on the point that you're saying about like you thrive off social interaction do you not thrive off social interaction with your friends you don't know these people i always say the people that you work with you just have exactly. to be civil to them because you're working with them you're there to get a wage if you end up making a genuine friendship then fair enough but like any job i'm ever going to go back into is going to be like you're somebody i have to deal with outside this job <laughs> i would not care about you so fuck yeah, off it's like, <laughs> it just the thing about like you've just said you're not going into work to see your best friend you're going into work to do your job to get paid to go home to have money to go do things with your real mm-hmm. friends like i just think working from home is so much better oh it is a hundred percent um and sarah what about you um in terms of you you have worked from home during the peak pandemic haven't you so in my previous job um i did work from home but it was only like for a period of what three weeks and then was put on furlough so i I know i had i had the best time i will say it was the best five months of my life um but in my current job in my current job i'm gonna have to disagree with the majority here and i love i mean i love going into my work i think because the nature of my job it's it's like in an education setting so like and i am working very much in the student services pastoral care side and that just doesn't really function working from home Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm very lucky. I work with a with a fabulous team of people. Like they are probably the best people that I've ever worked with. Sorry to anyone listening who has worked with me previously, <laughs> but you have been replaced and upgraded. Um, <laughs> no, I love my job. I love, you know, it's, I interact with students a lot, and it's just it's easier in person. And they come and they tell me all the crack and the gossip, and I just I really love it. I'm I'm a weirdo. I'm an oddball in that, but I love it. I would far rather go into the building than sit at home and look around at the same four walls that I look at every mm-hmm. bloody evening. So it's like it's nice to have so a change of scenery. The study asked you. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm going to say that that's a compliment because you called me young. <laughs> well, there you go. <laughs> um, the next thing I have is: Have you heard of the term "bobbing"? Yes. No. Okay. So, for those who don't know who bob what bobbing is, it's the practice of ignoring or snubbing your partner in favor of your smartphone. So it would be like you're on tick. So both of you could be in bed or on the sofa and the TV's on, but you're, one of you is like on your phone scrolling Instagram, TikTok, which we're all guilty of. Um, but apparently this term and this action of fubbing is at an all-time high. And a third of relationships and marriages end mm. because of it. That's <laughs> <laughs> So like... Well, I will say we are all basically in relationships. I know, Sarah, you mightn't be in an official relationship, oh. but you are, you are seeing somebody. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I will say, have you done that to your partner or has your partner done it to you? And what, what do you think about it? So, Carla, what do you think? 
Yeah, I think I would be lying if I said I didn't do it. <laughs> but I think it's also equally down to me at times, so it's an equal balance. But yeah. I suppose when you're the, the other recipient, it's annoying. <laughs> I know. I know, but, but we, we think, you think of yourself we as We all like, need to be more self-aware. <laughs> very, very good answer. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> What about you, um, I was, I was, this is crazy. I was having this conversation the other day with one of my mates, I think, and I was literally saying, so, like, when me and Kate go to bed or, like, when we wake up in the morning, we will so happily, we do this all the time, we will just turn back to back and we will just lie back to back and we'll just, we're like, we call it TikTok time and we will just, like, ignore each other for, like, 45 minutes and just be on our phones and be on TikTok and I absolutely love it. Like, I know the study's saying, like, how it ends, like, relationships and stuff, but I think it's so nice to just mm-hmm. have that time to just, like, completely zone out and then when you're done and you do want to, like, yeah. go back to interacting and stuff, you can just roll over and then just, like, carry on talking to each other and stuff. I live for our TikTok time. I think it's the best thing ever. I, I, like, as you say, you do, just because you're in a relationship, and let's face it, your other half can do yeah. your fucking head in. So you do need that time <laughs> to yourself. And if that is ignoring them because they're doing your head and then you just need to, like, a laugh on TikTok then you're, you should be allowed to do it. But maybe if you communicate, like, as you say, you and Kate have your designated yeah. TikTok time. That's fabulous. You communicate <laughs> about it. So fucking more power to you. And Sarah, what about you? Yeah, I'm kind of on the same page as Emily with that. It's like sometimes that's really needed. There are mm-hmm. now, I will say there are times where, like, if you're having a particular discussion or something's going on, you're like, don't be on your phone right now have a bit of sense please but that happens very rarely everybody needs their uh, tiktok time i like this i'm gonna use this phrase emily this is I good it. i like I use it. it all the time i say to everyone i'm just gonna go and have all tiktok time it's the best thing ever it's so fun i love it <laughs> nick if you're listening tiktok time <laughs> <laughs> he better be fucking listening oh my god he's so behind on the podcast i have to tell him off i'm like you're not a supportive fucking husband how is he behind (laughs) how dare he well he's working full time again now so he he doesn't really have the time to listen i'm like how i was like (laughs) yeah well carla you can tell him next week (laughs) i will All right. The next thing is, um, I mean, Carla were texting about this yesterday. Is Barbie versus Oppenheimer? So, who is excited to see Barbie? Are you going to see both of them? All right. I am. I mean, I don't really know what Oppenheimer is about. Um, but I am a. I can't wait for fucking Barbie. Me and Carla said we're going to see it next week in Liverpool when she's over. I mean. Let's I don't go care. Kevin. Like, yeah, fucking let's go all out. Let's get the fucking place for us. <laughs> let's get the snacks, bottle of wine, whatever. Let's fucking go. Come on, Barbie. Let's go party. Butler service. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I hate the way like the industry pits the films against each other. They're, they're both released tomorrow, and it's like, which one's gonna do better? Why can't you just support both? Like. This you know is what, what I, mean? I was thinking the other day as well, because it's a thing of they're both such like vastly different films. You can't put them against each other. Obviously, all like there's gonna be people who yeah, just wanna see Barbie, or there's gonna be people who just wanna see Oppenheimer, or they wanna see both, but they're like two completely different ends of the spectrum. Like you can't compare the two. They're both gonna do really well in their own ways, you know what I mean? It's just I think it's a bit stupid, all this like just because they come out on the same day. 
I know, I know. I mean, I, I was like, I watch a lot of daytime TV <laughs> now with Granny because I'm home and she was watching Lorraine. <laughs> what are you saying? excuses I you know. probably love daytime tv <laughs> here i don't get a minute to even sit down doing this podcast i'm late <laughs> as well like come on give me a break <laughs> but um um no so on lorraine this morning they were talking about it because it's, it's going to be a big pr thing tomorrow with barbie and oppenheimer all over like media outlets and stuff and um they were saying what was it talking about <laughs> now train thought gone that's my Barbie, but what was it about Barbie? Fucking hell, Jesus Christ, my man's going to much. Um, God, I don't even remember now. Jesus Christ. Um, I have another thought, enemy, that um, I've seen a lot of people, and they're they're going to see both films tomorrow on the same day, and people are going to see Barbie first. They're going to dress in pink. And then when Barbie's over, they're going to change in the cinema toilet and they're going to dress in all black and go see Oppenheimer. Not mad. <laughs> That's that much. I, rem- <laughs> I remember now what I was going to say. Oppenheimer is apparently three hours fucking long. Oh, I didn't know that. I mean, it's it's by Christopher Nolan, isn't it? So he makes all like Inception, Shutter Island. Did he make Shutter Island? I'm not sure. But he made um, Inception, which was a really good film. But it was like three hours like i would have to not drink a drink mm. in the cinema to be able to sit and watch because i am such a petty bitch i'm like i'm paid this money i'm not moving i will say <laughs> i could probably sit through oppenheimer for three hours but that's only because killian murphy is the lead i mean do you think he's good looking listen I have loved Killian Murphy for as long as I can remember. And everyone says, Sarah, he's so weird looking, unless he's dressed as Tommy Shelby. But I don't yeah. know what it is about him. I just love him. I will and say, three, like, I can't it. explain it. I mean, I don't really find him attractive, but he, he's got really nice color of eyes. I'll give him that. His but, eyes like, are he's fab. always, like, really, like, sick looking. Like, he's, like, too yeah, he skinny. Yeah, like he's oh, around oh. with, like, an IV drip in him. Do you know what I mean? Like... But yeah, I seen like Emily Blunt on an interview and like Lorraine as well. Like that's where I got me news from, guys. And um, Emily Blunt, she's in the film and she was doing an interview and she was saying that Killian had to lose a considerable amount of weight. And I was like, what weight does he have to fucking lose for that film? And why? Toxic. Yeah, toxic, I saw toxic, toxic. I saw a news article the other day saying that apparently the diet he did to prepare for the film, where is all he did was eating almonds a day. Oh, I saw that. Oh, yeah. I saw, oh my god! god. Your sister sent. What's the point? Your sister What's sent me. What's Alan doing? Apparently, well, apparently it does. Like, well, I'll give you an example. Your sister Emily sent me uh, a meme yesterday about the Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. And one of the housewives on it, do you know Bella and Gigi yeah. Hadid? Yep. They're models. So their mum was on it like years ago, Yolanda. And there's like Gigi and Bella were on the housewives when she was on it. And she always kept saying to Gigi, like, um, oh, if you're hungry, just have an almond. So it must be like a Hollywood thing where if you're going to pass out, she on an almond. It must be. But like, how does that keep but, you from passing out? No. It wouldn't. I mean, if you're out there listening, don't do that. But I mean, if I had the willpower, fuck this bitch. <laughs> oh, if I had the willpower, I'd be eating that one one almond a day, seven almonds for the week. I mean, that's, that can't Think be of good the money you'd like. save. 
Oh my god. A pack of almonds for Diva? <laughs> you'd save a fortune in your weekly shop. Fucking mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. Um, well, I will be going to see Barbie next week with Carla and hopefully it's a fucking Ooh. good... I hope they put in the Barbie Girl song. If they don't do that, then why do the film? That would be a missed opportunity there. Like, oh, that would yeah. be a real bad idea not to have oh, that included. Do you know who... Maybe Sarah and Carly, you don't know who Trixie Mattel is, but I was like, Trixie should have made a pop-up exactly. in that film. she was born for that film. <laughs> she was. Like, give her, like, a, a pop-up role or something, but anyways. <sighs> we'll let you know next week on the pod how... Barbie was. We'll give her a review. Yeah. Who knows, Carla, we could also see, go see Oppenheimer. But then yeah. cocktails are Oppenheimer. And all cocktails. <laughs> yeah. I don't have a mojito. <laughs> cocktails during Oppenheimer? Mm, maybe. I don't know Interesting. if I Interesting. Yeah, a then cocktail I would... break and then... Yes. yes. <laughs> but if I was to drink cocktails, I'd be pissing all the way through Oppenheimer, so it wouldn't be worth it. And then apparently, Christopher Nolan always makes some fucked up films, doesn't he? So if you went to pay and come back, you'd be like, what the fuck's happening? Exactly, you'd miss lots of You wouldn't know, exactly. you wouldn't know what's going on. Um, okay, so the last news story I have, which it, it, I, need, I couldn't really find a lot about this, but I did hear about it on another podcast I was listening to, and then I did Google it. And it's a bit like, what the fuck? And I don't, I would love to know the aftermath of what happened. But apparently, um, so if you, if you listen to the podcast, Saz was talking about forehead surgery. And thankfully, she's going to get it done in London, if she's going to get it done. Because <laughs> this story, everyone goes to Turkey for the cheap surgeries now. And apparently, this woman from the UK went to Turkey for breast augmentation. And when she returned to the UK, like a few days, you know, maybe a day or two after, she was in excruciating abdominal pain. Mm. So she was taken to Annie, and when they kind of like checked her over and stuff, it transpired that when she had the breast augmentation, she also had one of her kidneys stolen during the <gasps> procedure. <laughs> oh my god! Oh my god! And is this a turkey? So apparently this happened in Turkey. Um, obviously, I don't know what, like, I wouldn't say surgery or whatever, because, like, that's defamation. I don't know that information anyway. But um, apparently they stole one of her kidneys when she oh was having God. the breast. But then I thought to myself, wouldn't you have a scar? Yeah, yeah she would have a scar. I, I, I will say um, a member of my family had a kidney transplant, right? And they don't have a scar because it was like keyhole surgery. So it's like minimal. You would not see it. And I was like, how the fuck can you put a kidney and like a, a kidney in a tiny hole without having major like a slit in you? But apparently it can be done. So the same thing could have been done for her. But one of her kidneys was gone. And obviously, like, I don't know if you're ever going to get that back. <laughs> no, I don't think you are getting that back. I don't think so, <laughs> Kevin. But that's her um, life ruined because how, like... You, like is there not so many like health things that come along with only having one kidney and also if you've got it stolen it clearly wasn't removed in the most like healthy safe, no, way. safe way and like that is mad i mean you know they say that on the black market they sell your organs and stuff but it's like she wasn't even compensated for it like she wasn't like given a discount for her surgery she wasn't like as far as i'm aware she wasn't paid for her kidney so 
and I only found this out recently, and this would make me not, and this sounds really selfish, this would make me not give a kidney transplant if I was still alive. You can't drink if you have a oh. kidney transplant. So if, if I give one of my kidneys away, I could no longer drink. Mm. I couldn't do that. I'm too selfish. Unless it was someone I really, really cared about. Um, I could do it then, but oh my god, no. You would weigh up the pros and cons. Now and then she's trying this is the podcast, Gin and Barrett. I couldn't yeah, bear life and have a podcast there if you couldn't drink. No, it would be like um what you call that, Marks and Spencer? Seed slip and bear it. What's it called? Seed oh. slip and bear? What's that non-alcoholic MS thing everyone thinks is gin that gets them <laughs> drunk, but it's not. <laughs> Seed slip or, or something. <laughs> I know. Um, so yeah, that's all the news stories. Do you have anything you want to touch on that we didn't mention? I would just I seen in um oh sorry, I seen the news that there is um an STA breakout in uh, McDonald's in uh, oh. Belfast. Uh oh Shut up. seen that on Twitter during the week. Uh, like context, please. I think they were all sleeping with each other and one of them had. The oh, staff. <laughs> yeah, there's a there's a major outbreak of gonorrhea in, in uh, McDonald's. Oh my Belfast. god. <laughs> my god. Um, which one yeah, so I can avoid it, please? It didn't say. The oh, Belfast Telegraph it has the article. Uh oh. <laughs> I mean, I would say it's the main one. In town. Well, that looks stinking. So, uh, like they have security there. That says it all to me. I mean, yeah. I've been in there many a time after a drunken night, and it is like rough as toast. Um, so I would, I would say it's that one, but not to speculate. Like, you know, we don't want to do that, but we will. Um, oh my god, yeah, fucking hell! Don't go to McDonald's. Is... You could end up like gonorrhea in your fucking chips. My god! Oh, imagine trying to explain that one. I mean, to your partner, I got it from my chicken nuggets. <laughs> I, no, mean, I, I mean, can you like? So this time, well, I suppose, yeah, because you could get gonorrhea of the mouth, couldn't you? And then you oh, could itch your mouth, and then ew, oh my god, that's grim. Extra seasoning with your fries, <laughs> Kevin. Don't play that, Megan. Fucking hell! How did you find that out? Were you patient zero? <laughs> I had a scare. <laughs> I was frantically searching for answers. <laughs> Put me off chicken nuggets for life here, Carla. Oh my god, my god. Sarah, did you have any... <laughs> Sarah, did you have anything you were going to say there? No, I was just going to say I'm still flabbergasted of this woman getting her kidney stolen. I can't like I like how and did did the pain only start when she got back or was she in pain for several days and then went to A and E? I suppose if you had like any operation, I mean touch would have never had an operation and I, I'm so scared to ever ever have to have one. But um she had a breast augmenta- augmentation, so I don't know if she reduced or made them bigger. But regardless of what she had done, she would have been on some type of pain medication. So maybe she felt it when it wore off, because I'm sure that would have eased the pain of her kidneys as well. Okay. But, like, but, imagine, if like, but imagine if she'd never felt the pain. Like, she'd never know if that one of her kidneys was just gone. <laughs> 
imagine walking around and not realizing that you've got one of your organs stolen? I don't. I, I but, can't. But that's, this, can, that's, this does not compete with me. No, this is crazy. But that's what I'm always so scared of. Like I touch with again. Never. I'm jinxing myself now. I've never had an operation. But it's always the fear of like you falling asleep and then maybe they take something that they shouldn't have or maybe they leave something in you because you've oh, we hear those stories where they leave scalpels and scissors in you by accident and then sew you back up again. So who fucking knows, to be honest. It's horrible. That's another thing. How do you leave a scalpel in someone by accident? Like how? I don't understand. I don't know. Mad. <laughs> I don't know. It's I don't know. I mean it, and they're complaining Imagine about afterwards. Sorry. Whenever they sew in the person up and they're like, uh, oh dear. <laughs> oh, you would have to cut them up and again. I left my wedding ring in there. Oopsie. Imagine. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, that's everything for the news and popular culture. We had very varied stuff there. Fabulous. Um, we're going to move on to what is ragging the absolute shit out of us this week so we're gonna start with carla is there anything that is ragging the absolute shit out of you kevin there's always stuff ragging the shit out of me <laughs> you're the perfect guest well, that's as long on. as we are. my well, my number one this week is workplace pension like i was looking i had, was looking at my pension this week you know what i have in it since i've been working and i'm like when am i ever going to retire <laughs> now, is, so this your, is this your state or your private pension just my you know the one you pay ah, your private pension for your work <laughs> i don't think the state pension that lets me know what i'm gonna get just yet oh no if you go on <laughs> to the hmrc kind of portally thing um they um You've been checking <laughs> well yeah because i haven't been working in the half a year so, do you know the student loan company sent me a letter today threatening me good um we haven't received a payment from you in like six months what the fuck's going on and i'm like oh fuck <laughs> off they're threatening me also <laughs> <laughs> do you know oh because you're down south now oh my god yeah um yeah. <laughs> the, um well, the, the head of that company is actually called Kevin O'Connor, so I'd be like, "Yes, yes." How long have you been working full time then? Me, um, mm-hmm. I think since I think I'm working ten years, and that isn't enough to retire on. It's very depressing. Like uh, I just kind of think, if you multiply this to the rest of my life, like I need to wrap I it up, that. or I'm not retiring. I'll be working on Tesco, definitely bye. Just trying to get enough to get me by. <laughs> That's horrible, actually. Like, <laughs> we probably won't be able to retire. Like, I said, the pension, the state pension will be done away with, I think, by the time we get there, because so many people are living longer and longer that I don't think the country can afford to keep old people. Mm. <laughs> we need to go and um, sort that out. <laughs> <laughs> well, COVID was meant to do that. That didn't really bring work the, that well, did it? Age down. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh my god. Anything else, Carla, that's dragging the shit out of Um also trying to get an outfit for a wedding. Talk about a nightmare. Like uh, nothing fits, nothing looks right, nothing looks good, and then you just <laughs> end up depressed. So have you got a wedding coming up? Yeah, my cousin's is in two weeks. Two weeks? Fucking hell, Carla. I don't want to wear. 
Just wear what you wore to my wedding. Yeah. That, <laughs> I had to fetch that out of the washing basket. <laughs> you haven't washed that since my wedding? You know, because, well, I was going, it was one of them, you know, like kind of, I thought I would just get rid of it. And then I was like, um, because you know when they have to, it has to have like a special wash. Yeah. So you just couldn't have been lying at the bottom of the wash. September last year. Oh, I'd be the absolute time. <laughs> you dirty fucking bitch. <laughs> it was in a bag, Kevin. It was separate. <laughs> it was just sitting in there for the time being. Oh my god. Carla, I do don't know you explain yourself. It's okay. Exactly. I do oh, know what you He's so judgy, Kevin. Come on. I do know what you mean, though. I mean, I, you know those awkward things like sequins especially or if it's yeah. woolen or something you do have to wash it separate or hand wash it but like the longest I've ever had in a basket is about two months Carla not fucking nearly a year ago love <laughs> well to make it even better my mum was like bring it up to me and I'll wash it oh. and I was like bring it up tomorrow <laughs> well to be fair to you know I was planning on throwing it out like I didn't like I was kind of thinking I'm never going to wear this again. What's the point washing it? And then now as a last resort, I've kind of thought, yeah, I'll maybe dig that out. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's a good backup. It was just going to rest in in the wash basket in the meantime. Like, Mm. at least I had the intention of washing it. Some people might have just put that back in the wardrobe. That's a very good point, actually. That's fair. Exactly. They're the real dirty fuckers. There's many people out there that would have done that. I'm more to the wedding then. Oh, well, no. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah. Perfume um, after a year? No, thank you. I'm trying to make myself feel better with the situation. <laughs> you like, I didn't do that. <laughs> and Emily, anything ragging the apps that oh, should have used? Oh, I'm never, I feel like I'm never in a good mood. Like, I ever say now you can post it. Um, I think council tax, you know, it's really, it's really fucking me off. Because obviously we've just, okay, we've just okay. moved to... Um, Scotland, haven't we? So we basically, when we moved up, we had to switch from Liverpool council tax to Scottish council tax. So we moved up and we were like, right, we'll just cancel it. It'll be fine. So we had loads of issues with council tax anyway when we lived in our last house. So we got our bill really, really late. So we were paying like a higher amount to try and pay it off each month. So we cancelled it and we were like, right, fine. We'll just pay it off with like the new one. Because I, 22, I don't know how any of this works. So we were like, we'll just pay it off, it'll be fine. We got a letter the other day of council tax being like, you owe £1,100. And we were like, excuse me, oh like, oh, let's pull council tax. We were like, great news, excuse me, let's just like ring and see what's going on. Rang up and I got the rudest, the rudest man I've ever spoken to in my entire <laughs> life. And he basically just turned around to us and said, yeah, you've got nine days to pay £1,100 or we're taking you to court. Like that's so much money. Like, can we put up a plan, a payment plan? And he was like, I'm not gonna repeat myself. He was like eleven hundred pounds in nine days. And we basically no. had to just throw together eleven hundred pounds and I was like, That's ridiculous. No, he's he is um using the fact that you guys are young at, yeah, to his advantage. They can set up a payment plan, no fucking problem. He's just honestly, a he was the rudest man. I was like, just because you hate your life doesn't mean you have to make mine an issue. I mean, he works wow. for the council. I know Job exactly, works. but yeah, fucked me right off. He well, gets no job satisfaction. I suppose, 
Yeah, at least, at least that's done, and like that half of the council never have to think about again until the new one because I just love paying bills. I just love spending money. As I say, I never have to be born, so I don't have to pay for the show. Honestly, God. <laughs> but yeah, that fucked me right off this week. Fair. Just pour another wine, guy. Don't mind me. You going ahead, Kevin? It's, 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 it's only a Thursday evening. Exactly. I'm getting the duck for tomorrow, Carla. Mm-hmm. Um, this Getting week it's and embarrassed. And <laughs> <laughs> um, Sarah, what's wrong in the absolute set of you this week? Now, I had had a very good week and hadn't really got anything to complain about okay. until this evening. Ooh. Because, no, it's, yeah, I'm looking out the window and it's not raining right now. But mm-hmm. what really rags the shit out of me is that the minute that it starts to rain, people lose their ability to drive. They lose their ability yes. to drive. And now I'm not a driver. I never bothered to get my license. And that's okay. And that's my cross to bear. And this is why I have to deal with public transport. But oh my God, the man driving the bus that I was on this evening probably had a death wish for him and everybody else that was on that bus because that man oh my god he was trying to like drive through red lights and everything yes fair enough with the the rain and that meant more traffic and then everybody was trying to get through red lights or whatever but this man like we were sitting at a corner to to take a turn and the the green arrow was showing and it was like right okay go and it was the minute that the light turned red that this man decided to cross the road <laughs> and turn in, turn into the right. And I'm like, there is three lanes of oncoming traffic towards us. And he thought that that was the right time to drive. I was like, I did not sign up to die on the same day that I got Taylor Swift tickets. <laughs> like, <laughs> I spent the money on them. At least let me live until the concert happens. <laughs> other than that he was trying to do you in for your tickets oh my god <laughs> well you see you can't transfer these tickets they're being very strict with the whole thing now you can't transfer those tickets Tra- no no there's a oh, whole no. thing I don't think I don't even think you can sell them again or transfer them like if <laughs> if I wasn't going to the concert I wouldn't have been able to buy the tickets for the girls like they would have had to get them mm-hmm. themselves it was that's actually you know what that's another thing that sort of ragged me is the the whole <laughs> process of trying to get a Taylor Swift ticket mm-hmm. I'm very Mate. grateful that I got one but oh my god was it a Hanlon Taylor Swift talk about Taylor Strict I know I'm like <laughs> fair enough the way that they advertise it was like oh this is so just our actual fans get tickets I'm like, bitch, everybody that's trying to get a ticket is an actual fan. No one who's not a fan is going to (laughs) try and buy your ticket when they're extortionate prices. And and I bought two songs. That's like me, Carla and Emily trying to get tickets. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't want no closet fans. No. (laughs) But anyway, other than that, nothing to complain about. Okay, well... Which direction was the bus? Where were you going? So it was heading down, you know, Great Victoria Street, where uh-huh. they where the Great Northern Mile of the Europa Bus Centre. So driving uh-huh. down past that and taking a right turn to go down towards City Hall. Um yeah. so he was trying to come at those traffic lights to go down past City Hall, like at the at the very top of that road, and just decided 
oh, I'm going to sit here even though my, my light is green to go. And then Damn. when it turned red, he moved. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> Maniac. Maniac, Idiot. if you're listening. <laughs> um, okay, so I'll talk what's annoying me, and then we'll ask what the general public's um, things or things were. Um, so I have quite a few this week. Um, I had a very like it, huh? <laughs> I mean, it wouldn't I, be I, like it. I know. I can't remember if it was episode two or three, but one of those weeks I had a very sad week and I didn't have much to say. This week's completely different. As I said at the, the start of this podcast, if or if our weekly topic is flaring, it's the right fucking week to do it. So on Sunday, I was making like I had a very busy day on Sunday. I didn't sit down all day. And it was about 10 p.m. at night and Granny wanted a coffee. You know, I'll do anything for Granny, love her to bits. And I was making the coffee and I spilt it everywhere. And I just, I literally had a breakdown. I was like, if I, another thing for me to clean up, another thing for me to do. I was like, why, why is life like that? Why is life like when you're constantly busy and you don't have a minute? Why do more things happen? Like, why like, are you always in a rush? Why is there always a million things to do? And then when you are in a rush, or you have a million things to do, something goes wrong and you have to clean it up. What is that about? It rags the it's fucking so shit out of me. And then I had to wipe up a coffee and I was just like, oh, I was like, I lost the plot. I know it's only a coffee, but it takes like a little thing to just explode. It's one of them things where some, you just start crying. Literally. You just stupid like that next thing you're solving and then it's the whole mental breakdown. Oh my God, literally <laughs> over a cup of coffee. It's, it's, and it's not Why even does it happen to me? I know, it's so ridiculous. <laughs> Um, okay, we can all probably relate to this one, my next annoyance. Um, when your other half or a friend starts a program that you wanted to watch together. Yep. There was a drama on BBC that started on Monday of this week, I think it was, and it was called The Sixth Commandment. And I was like, ooh, Nick would like that drama. I would want to watch that drama. I sent Nick an instant message before the program had even fucking started. And I said on the Saturday or Sunday night, I was like, oh my God, there's this new drama. When I'm back next week, we'll we'll start watching it together. He texts me the next night and goes, oh, I've just started this drama, Sixth Commandment. <laughs> oh my God. And I was like, I literally said to you yesterday, can we, can you not watch that so we can watch it together? And I was like, come on, Nick. I literally said it black and white, don't watch it. It's like this defiance thing. It fucking rags my shite. So I've made him stop watching it and he's going to have to rewatch <laughs> the episodes that he's watched with me again. Exactly. It's on the way, yeah. fucking way. Teach them some fucking manners. Um, <laughs> child caps on medicine bottles. Child caps on anything. Mm-hmm. Oh, so I'm annoying. not a child. I don't want a child. I don't need them. Give me a medication bottle for an adult. Because... Granny, I have to give Granny a bit of medication and I can't get into the fucking bottle. It, it, <laughs> I struggle to get in it. I'm just like, oh my god, so come on. For no reason. Like, like, I'm like, if I can't get into that, there's no way a child can. Like, is it no, I know. No. Uh-uh. I mean, if a child gets in, if a child gets into it, let the child fucking drink it. Not my problem. They deserve it. They're exactly. breaking into that. Exactly. <laughs> Fuck off. I mean, Leslie is better. <laughs> Um, 
but yeah, they're so difficult to get into. There's no fucking yeah. need for them. It's the wee clicks every time you hear, mm. just to stir you. Uh, and she's like, "Why are you coming <laughs> off?" You're and like, then, "Stop clicking, just open." <laughs> the texture of that red bottle can actually hurt your hand. Like it, like burns your hand. It's like fuck's sake. You come off with remarks on your hands. Like you know, you're given that prescription to an adult, adult, exactly. adult, adult, whatever you call it, and you should give an adult lid if if you know you oh, opt in sorry opt in. I opt in yeah you know like one? on your prescription no. yeah is there any kids no I'm sure okay. they would save a lot of money in the manufacturing if they took the ribbon out Definitely. probably mean, actually, give, me, yeah. give me a normal lid um two more things flies <laughs> fucking hate flies and I know I'm going around the insect population because a few weeks ago I said moths but uh <laughs> flies are just as bad they're so dumb they just i've noticed them they fly in a square they just go and they don't do nothing else they're so fucking dumb um they're so irritating they make yeah. do you ever get like itchy when you see them flying well, around? i've been bit by insects this last week and oh. i had to take the dog for a walk in the field beside us uh-huh. and uh last couple of times now i've woke up with bites all over me and I must be allergic because then I like take an allergic reaction to it. Uh, so now I can't go near the field because of these insects. For, and that's me. And maybe a bit of dragon. Fly or a horse fly, apparently they bite you because they would be in no type of fields. Yeah, but it just like, it just like, I didn't take a reaction. Like, oh my God. the bites from a week ago still haven't went away. Oh my God. Maybe yeah. you go to the pharmacy, Carla. I might. <laughs> Should have got them. I might drop dead. <laughs> My build up of fly venom. Well, Anna, we'll get we'll get our night out tomorrow night and done given, and we'll also get our night out in Liverpool before you decide to drop dead. Okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll wait till I come back from Liverpool and then I'll just collapse in Belfast International. Just as soon as I get off the EasyJet flight, will no doubt be delayed. You heard it here first, Kevin. Oh, I will be taking you from Liverpool Airport that I've been delayed. You shouldn't have said that. You know? It's going to happen now. Oh, you're always delayed. Have you seen there's all these delays because of the heat wave? And it was on the news mm-hmm. tonight that uh, all these Northern Ireland um, people go on their holidays been delayed for 24 hours. They know because apparently can't land because the tarmac's um, all too hot. And, but it's only been Northern Ireland flyers that have been really affected. Uh, well, suppose they're the ones going on holiday to mainly Europe, aren't they? <laughs> but um, Sinead's flying back from Portugal. I feel like she has been gone a fucking eternity. She was on the first episode, and we're in episode, like, four now. And, like, she's missed, like, she, because I've been here for, like, two weeks. It feels like she's been gone for so, so long. So I'm glad she's coming back now. Yeah. But, um fucking elfies and she's flying back tomorrow night and then she was talking about there might, she might be late coming because there is Portuguese airstrikes happening on top of everything oh, else it's oh like doing any time fucking, fucking these delays and these airstrikes are just it's ridiculous horrible. you know who's the really good air or air lying Carla I flew with them over here and I'm flying back with them on Sunday Logan Air they fly out of Derry yeah. Airport they mm. are a bit. They are a bit more expensive than EasyJet. I will say that, but I've tried them just for the first time for the handiness. Dairy Airport is like I don't fucking know. It, it's I like Dairy Bus Station. I don't I know why it. that is still open. <laughs> I hate it. It's like it's, it's like you don't feel like you're going on, on a plane. Like I don't want to. You, you like check in. You walk in the door and you can see the plane. I know it is so weird. A little um, bit of mystery. <laughs> 
But it depends. <laughs> if it's so handy flying into Derry this time, because usually we'd have to go to Belfast. But Sinead now works in Derry, so it's easier for her to collect me and take me back. And Derry's closer to home as well. Oh, it's a lot easier than having to go to Belfast if you don't need to. But um, look into it. Um, yeah. I'll have a horror story then after flywheel. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's a little prepar- oh, propeller plane. So you're like a bit oh, scared. Yes. You're like, fuck, I'm going to on this, but whatever. Um, <laughs> this is the end. <laughs> if it's the way you're going to go, it's the way you're going to go. At least it would, you know, you'd be in the newspaper. Like, you don't want to just die, like, oh, just tripped over outside. Uh, you know, At least it would be something dramatic. exciting. Exactly. Yeah. Give me a big dramatic storyline. Um, you know, okay, like, the, like... <laughs> <laughs> the last thing that I have. Uh, that is ragging the shit out of me this week and it wasn't actually something that I had until last night on my list and it is priests oh oh god um I won't go too much into this story but granny had a wee family mass in the house last night and a certain priest Father Kelly um <laughs> I mean, if anyone needs to go to confession for forgiveness, it's him after I tell you this story. And uh, so he was doing a wee family math in the house and um, he rang the house phone um, about maybe five, half five yesterday evening. Now, he tried to ring Granny's mobile first. I mean, Granny is so posh. She has the priest's fucking phone numbers on speed down. And... Um, Granny missed the call, so he rang the house phone. Now, Granny was asleep on the sofa. She's exhausted, God love her. Um, and she was trying to build up enough energy as she could for this mass at 7pm last night. And the priest rings the house phone. I answer, and he goes, Lizzie. Now, do I sound like a woman? Probably yes, but I don't care. And I was like, um, no, do you need her? And he was like, I. Now, at this point, I didn't know who he was because I don't go to mass and I don't really listen to priest's voices because I think they're fucking pedophiles. And um anyways that's another topic for a podcast and um he said yes and i said okay um granny was too tired she wouldn't get up and i was like can i just ask who's calling and he was like i and he never told me who he was and then the third time i goes well she's just a bit tired like she's lying on the sofa can i just ask who's calling and he was like um she'll know me when she talks to me and then the fourth time I goes, well, she is exhausted. So can you just tell me who it is? Because if it's not urgent, I don't want her to get up off the sofa. She's exhausted. And he goes, oh, we'll get her up. I need to talk to her. Oh, my goodness. And then I realized after the fourth time, I was like, I recognize his voice now. It's the fucking priest. And Granny had to get up with the sofa. And all he said to Granny was, I'll be up around quarter to seven. Is that okay? She said I and put the phone down. So he got like her it. up off the sofa for that <sighs> when he could have passed the message on. Now, Granny adores priests. It's her upbringing. It's the generation. She thinks they are like God themselves and reincarnated, to be honest. And to be honest, I've never liked that particular priest. I think he's a cunt. <laughs> and... <laughs> Um, I knew there was a reason why I didn't like him and that just further validated the reason why I don't like him. Fair enough. Um, I'm not a follower of that religion and for good fucking reason. I always say, you know, priests or nuns, whomever is a part of that religion, aren't they meant to give up willfully? Sorry, someone's waving at me at the window. <laughs> um, um, 
aren't they meant to give up their worldly possessions to serve God? I'm sorry, the richest people in this fucking particular town are the fucking priests. They have two separate houses, their Apple computers and their windows. It's a whole nother podcast episode that I really want to do and talk about. Um, I treat them like normal people because they are. They're not Jesus incarnate. They're fucking a normal man who thinks they're better than thou. Holy pun intended. Um, but um, I, I just don't like them. And I was only a part of the mass board, Granny. I'll do anything for her. But I, I just think they're absolute cunts. I, I think they are. And why couldn't um, he have told me on the phone... I'm Father Kelly. I'll be up and I'll pass the message on. Hi, that's um, ridiculous. Like, who does it mean? And if you're listening, <laughs> if you're listening, <laughs> take yourself to confession, you old cunt. <laughs> I'm meant to be a man of God, more like fucking Judas Iscariot. <laughs> fuck him, absolutely fuck him. Fuck them. Anyways, that's um everything I have to say, and I think it's a very good one to finish on. And I hope if you hear the priest, breath, as I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm only getting started. <laughs> um, if you hear priest as much as I do, you can write in and let me know your experiences. Um, <laughs> I will do a pod. I really, 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 really want to do a podcast episode on Catholicism. Um, but we did such a deep a deep topic last week. I want to do a fun, heart, fun, light-hearted topic this week. Um, so, yeah. So, I did ask people to write in and, and tell me what's ragging the absolute shit of them this week, and I am getting them up. I'm more prepared this week, Sarah. You might have heard I said last week you'd be disappointed in me because I wasn't as prepared. I did hear I that. Yep. No. <laughs> well, good. I'm glad. Yes. Improvements. It's fine. I knew you were coming on because I have to get your shit together. Exactly. So, the first one that I have is airports. Why call me to the gate if we aren't ready to board? I can wait in the bar. Fair. I do agree with that. I mean, I get it because they have to check you in and all that malarkey, but you don't need me standing at the gate for 45 minutes. I don't get all that. Especially with them, like, budget airlines, like EasyJet and stuff. Like, I mean, I don't have to go through a tunnel. It's not an international flight. Fucking mm. just let me, you know, board when we're boarding. Um, the next person says, nosy, chatty, bastard, scally, taxi drivers. <laughs> oh. That's very descriptive. I can't I mean, bear I... them. I cannot bear taxi drivers. You hmm. get it. They act like you're the best mate. <laughs> and they just, they just like have so yeah. many opinions on what you should do in your life. Oh, it fucks me off. Yeah. It's like, honey, pick me up. Take me to A to B. Yeah. Be quiet. I'll pay you. Exactly. Fuck up. Yep. Like literally, done dusted. I only need a taxi for the, to get to A to B. I don't want to make a new friend. I don't want to talk about the weather. I don't want to talk about the football. Fuck off. Here, here. <laughs> uh, the next one. Now this is from a person who actually sent me their what drag on their shit before I even put the question boxes out yesterday. <laughs> so they actually reminded me to do it because I was very busy. <laughs> telling off a priest yesterday um so <laughs> this person says people that don't push the button in lifts to close the door quicker when it's full oh my god 
so this person was in the lift at work yesterday morning and the, the lift was rammed to the rafters but it was too but the person was too far away from the button and no one else pushed it so they were just stood like sardines for ages till the doors closed on their own yeah some that, people are just lacking self-awareness they are say. some people i think just weren't brought up right I, yeah. there's no other way of putting that I just think they were dragged up and I don't even know because you can't even blame the parents because some people don't even have parents do you know what I mean mm. and they turn out fine do you know what I mean so oh I don't know people are just rare Um, the next person says adult life being fucking never ending I just want to have at least a day <laughs> where I do fuck all without having to worry about shit needing to be done thick of having to do food shopping clean the house do the washing etc on top of the working full time i'm just fed up with feeling like i can't get my head above water or get everything done i didn't sign up to become an adult i agree i always say i didn't ask to be born so Mm. why do we have to do all this shit and the last one is people who click their fingers at service staff or are rude to them in any way of course, there are times when things go wrong, but don't be a dick. It's a dumpable offence in a relationship. I agree. Oh, 100%. Mm. They're the people who are dragged up, the people who just can't wait two seconds for someone to yeah. come see like yeah. what's going on. It's Oh my God, it's the rudest thing you could ever do. It's horrible. Oh, it really is. It really, really is. Mm. So, I we're going to take a little break because I'm dying for the toilet. I've drank oh like, nearly a bottle of wine. <laughs> So, and I can't believe, like, I'm actually having so much fun. Like, we're an hour and five minutes into this. This could actually be longer than the child episode. Oh, which is, like, right? Company, obviously. <laughs> I mean, any previous guests listening, you took your part of said, and you know, you run with it yourself. I didn't reply. Or it's okay, because, like, I'm here this time. So, you know, you can say whatever you want about the rest of the previous guests. Sorry, girls. <laughs> Um, we're going to take a little break and we'll be right back after a toilet break. See you soon. <laughs> and we're back. So as always, we do a weekly topic every week on this podcast. And as last week, we had a very heavy, long topic of children this week we're going to talk about swearing and profanities um and just a psa for anyone out there if swearing offends you first of all how have you managed to listen to any podcast episodes (laughs) (laughs) but if you are offended maybe this segment isn't the segment for you so maybe fast forward half an hour to 40 minutes because we don't know how long we're going so fuck 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 <laughs> <laughs> hello Carla's visitor <laughs> what'd you say it's like hello Carla's oh, visitor can you see <laughs> no no but I think you're looking over oh, so I was like is he there the <laughs> <laughs> that's a very quiet dog he hasn't made a sound in an hour love it so we're just going to go into this and 
say guys what you want be as brutally honest say what you like if anyone's offended they can fuck off and give us a negative review because i literally don't care (laughs) um so apparently swear words originated from taboo subjects so taboo subjects would have been like death or disease sex religion etc um and first of all I'm going to say what my favorite swear words are and then I'm going to ask each of you to say what your favorite swear words are just to kind of kick us off you know so my I have a few that I like to use but I have four that I really like to use but I'm going to say the three and then I'll give you my top one these are no particular order except for the the last one so I love to use the word bastard love that word I know it's got connotations of like you're a child outside marriage or whatever it is I don't know what the actual meaning of it but I just love bastard it's like just roll you know the, the, the mouth the sound your mouth makes bastard um I love bitch classic we all like the word bitch I love fuck I love and who doesn't love to fuck as well <laughs> it's such a multi-talented word and my absolute fucking favorite is cunt i can say that word to i am blue in the face i for me personally i don't find that an offensive word but maybe women find that offensive you can tell me when we get into it um i love that word and i i don't actually say that word as a geography term geography whatever that word is to women i just love that word because and it's my favorite word because cunts is all I see. <laughs> I see cunts everywhere on this planet. Fair. So there's no there's no other word to describe those yeah. people. So those are my favorite swear words. Um, we'll start in alphabetical order. Carla, what's your favorite swear word or words? Well, my favorites are just the classics, bitch. <laughs> <Fuck>. <laughs> you just like to add on a bit of authentication and like aggression when you say it, and it just like relieves yeah. the tension that you have. <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, what about you, Emily? What's your favourite swear words? I just love like the really hot. I just love the really harsh swear words. The one that like you feel really good when you say like I love like twat. I love. Oh my god, I love the word cunt. <laughs> the word fuck. Like it's. I don't know what it is. They're just like so satisfying. Say and you can. There's no other way to describe people. Sometimes, yeah. yeah. Like some people are just cunts. Yeah. There's oh, no. There's, it's just the most perfect words. So. I, I don't know because obviously you're from Liverpool originally Emily and the, the other three of us are from Northern Ireland <laughs> and um, <laughs> Carla and Sarah do you think twat is an offensive swear word because I don't think twat is honest, a swear word in my I don't opinion. think any words like any swear words are offensive like they're just part of our language you like do, we're yeah. Irish yeah exactly but like yeah. you, would you classify it as a swear word no. I don't like you know, I it, don't. I feel like calling somebody a twat is the same as calling them I an idiot or a dickhead. Like, oh, just a twat. Mm. Like, just like it's just, oh, you're an idiot. You're yeah. stupid. You're a twat. Now, I know in America, they call twat a yes. <laughs> Yeah. So they find twat really offensive in America. Like, I, feel really, like, really offensive. I feel like in America, twat is like the equivalent to some people's offense at cunt here. Mm-hmm. Like, it's kind of, like, synonymous, depending mm-hmm. on where you're from, but also it's, like, it's not really 
supposed to be if i don't take it as offensive to women i think as you've said sometimes people are just twats or they're yeah. cunts mm-hmm. and there's nothing else to say like and i will say i'm loving this segment because we're going to hear like a segment of half an hour where there's nothing to say <laughs> <laughs> oh my god love it. um sarah so what would be your favorite swear words then so the classic as they the girls have said fuck sometimes cunt mm-hmm. but we're we're now and um, by we i mean me you know the royal we um mm-hmm. i have been are surrounded by a lot of international people okay and the wonderful souls that they are they're teaching me the swear words in their language Ooh, and that's real fun that's real fun so um in arabic uh there's there's a swear term or an insult it's kosomak kosomak which now it's forgive me this is a little bit grim but basically that means your mother's pussy (laughs) (laughs) so i i feel like the closest thing that we have to it is um motherfucker yeah and now that's not that's not exactly like what it is because when i said this to another arabic speaking person other than the one who taught me he was like sarah that's not right i was like right okay i'm sorry my bad um now urdu has a lot of real fun ones mm-hmm. real fun ones so haramda 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 means bastard okay which is real fun and oh, you've bad. got chutia which i think is basically like calling someone a pussy or an asshole what is it um ch- chutia 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 um and the best one madder chod madder cho madder chod as in madder chod like chod's yes. mother yeah but basically that's how they say motherfucker okay so this i'm is enjoying i'm enjoying the like yeah that's good that's the exotic. best version of geolingo i've ever heard <laughs> in fairness they do teach me some nice things as well but okay you know it's i mean rare words we care about i today. think the only like kind of foreign language um swear words i know are putain which is whore in french <laughs> oh, love that. um or um oh someone has come in my head fucking hell Oh my god. Oh, Kudrava, I think, which is Polish for a fucker or fuck or a motherfucker. Uh, my friend who's yeah. this podcast will tell me off for not getting this right, but um, I love Kudrava because I say that to her all the time. And, mm-hmm. um, you know, it's just nice to say in a different language where people might not understand in this country because we're all ignorant here, aren't we? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, except you and I, Kevin, we're cultured. Yes, Carla and Emily learn some fucking languages, bitches. Um Okay, so Sarah, I wanna ask you in particular if you're comfortable asking this question or if you're comfortable okay. answering this question. So I know your parents are quite religious. Yeah. So very. how is cursing around them? Um, non existent. Okay. Non existent. If I even said crap. In mm-hmm. front of my mother, she would say, Sarah, what's your language? See, I and at, t- at 28 years of age, still, yeah. I can't say crap, 
I can't say shit. I can't even say bloody. It's mm -hmm. like those things are like real, like minimal, like on the lowest end of the scale of curse words. And you can't say that around, around my mother. <laughs> <laughs> you can't or you'll get a slap around the ear. So. <laughs> Oh, no, it is fascinating. Um, I have a younger cousin who is maybe 13 years old. And anytime you curse, he tells you off. He's like, no cursing. <laughs> like, it's funny because he actually makes you think, oh, fuck, I actually do curse quite a lot. Like, I've just done it there, but that's unintentionally. Like, as Carla was saying, it's part of our language, I think, mm. as Irish people. It's especially part of our language. I think the English, Emily, they do curse, but I don't think they curse as lot. A lot compared to They're the Irish, mm. which is <laughs> yeah, definitely is like definitely was in like a whole place between like the English and the Irish. The Irish definitely, definitely probably do curse a lot more. But I like you said about your cousin. Then you don't realize sometimes like before we moved up to Scotland. Obviously, I left my job, and I think it was like two shifts mm -hmm. before I left. I was I used to work in a bar. And I was in work and I'd started and like I was like five minutes into my shift and I walked onto the bar with the manager and the manager, we were just having a conversation and he stopped me and he was like, we've been on this bar for five minutes and all you've done is swear. <laughs> I was like, like you probably stop and think, oh my God, maybe, maybe I do just a little yeah. bit too much, but I don't even notice it anymore. It just, it just happens. Just happens, isn't it? I think yeah. it's scary how natural like, it is. Like... Yeah, it's just it is so natural but like i i just think um and this will lead me into further questions i think it's a part of our language like it's if there were no like it's part of our vocabulary like we use them and like i don't believe people that say they don't swear like even your mommy sarah as religious as she is i'm sure that she uses her own version of a swear word even if it's not like what we perceive as a bad, bad word, I'm sure if she like stubs her toe, she would say her own version sugar. of a swear word, like sugar. sugar. Yeah, yeah. But, she's, but she's using that word in the connotation of like, oh fuck, Do you know yes. what I mean? Yes. Mm -hmm. She's but just like, mindful. Sugar to do that. is sweeter than saying anything else. I of suppose. course it is. Of course. Forgive the pun. Um. So I do have a list of I googled good old google like the top kind of swear words around the world of, of english speaking places because i wouldn't understand every other language because i'm ignorant <laughs> um <laughs> so apparently the number one swear word in the world is bloody and to me that is the what? most like fucking bloody like to me that's the most censored kind of swear word i don't even think um the next one is frig i love frig but i wouldn't say that's a swear word yeah. either like frig no frig and yeah like frig that's the word you use uh, not to say a bad word <laughs> exactly yeah. i fucking say frig yeah. prick is the next one i do like prick uh bollocks i, I wouldn't say that's a swear word i love the word prick <laughs> um bitch is on the list of course um shit crap they're on the list bastards on the list um slapper <laughs> i like that that sounds like um a swear word for me standards <laughs> i know cat slitter 
I wasn't a little, what was it? I wasn't a little bit of a slag. I was a total slag. <laughs> <laughs> um, arse is one. Um, which I don't think is a swear no. word. Nonce. <laughs> like oh I don't, that's more of like a, yeah, I don't know what it is, but, a good one. Uh, moron is one it's not really a square word probably for america because they like take everything offense don't they um twat is one that emily said can't fuck at uh, fuck wit i like that one Love that. yeah that's a good one piss motherfucker cocksucker i wouldn't be mind called i wouldn't be i wouldn't mind being called that to be honest <laughs> um <laughs> wanker is another one very irish that one mm. um pedo <laughs> um and the last one i have is very irish is jesus oh, yes. now jesus can oh. be where we're like jesus christ um jesus wept you know oh the, yeah you can turn jesus into um a swear word to be honest um you know you shouldn't use your lord's name in vain but it isn't my lord so i don't care um <laughs> so i mean somebody sent me a meme so i won't take credit for this but i do respect any man who can get kneeled three times and come back three days later for more mm-hmm. <laughs> <Awkward>. <laughs> i'm going to hell, hell but i can't wait free for life free hooting for eternity who needs to go to spain for those 50 like degree temperatures hat? when you've got the fires of hell <laughs> <laughs> okay so my question next is then so a lot of people are like they find swearing offensive and i actually know a few people who wince every time i swear like they actually you know they're quite posh and stuck up actually <laughs> but um they wince when i swear and i'm just like oh calm down like um it's not going to kill you to hear a fucking swear word um but why do you think that people take such offense to swearing um, we're going off the back Lord or Carla, or if you've anything to say, if you don't, we'll move on. But why do you, why do you think people take such offense to it? Like, what what's the issue? It's just words. I think they're just trying to, in my opinion, better themselves, and they're trying to, you know, they probably swear themselves, but they don't want to let on that they do that, you know, and they want their peer to be upper class mm. and posh and sophisticated. Yeah. But yeah, I think it's their own insecurities. Yeah, I agree. What about you, Emily? Well, I think like what Carla said, people people just love to think that they're above you. Do you know what I mean? There's some people in the world who love to think they're like the highest of the high, but also some people just love to have an issue with things. Like they thrive off like just being like a snowflake and just being bothered by everything and wanting to bitch about everything and have yeah. an issue. As if when behind closed doors, they're not using all the exact same words. Like what words would you use when you're in a bad mood, when you're annoyed, when you're pissed off? There's, you can't tell me. That you don't swear when you're in a bad mood or when someone's pissed you off or whatever. You just, I just don't understand. <laughs> what about you, Sarah? What do you think? Um, yeah, I agree with what the girls are saying. It's like just people having an issue for the sake of having an issue. 
Um, but you know me, devil's advocate and all that. <laughs> Maybe on the other hand, it's like, no, and not that it's like intentional, but sometimes swearing can come across as a little bit aggressive. Mm-hmm. And maybe that's mm-hmm. kind of like, why, oh, get that away from me. But it's like, mm-hmm. also, catch yourself on, they're just words. Yeah. Like, I would far rather someone swear at me than punch me, to be fair. Yeah, I know 100%. So, you know. Sticks and stones may break my word, my bones, <laughs> but words will never hurt me. Take that, I literally. See, exactly. Like, yeah, fair enough, Last it can week. be a little bit aggressive from some people's perspective. But it's a hell of a lot less than someone beating the shit out of you, like. Exactly. So, it brings me on to my next question. Do you think swearing is lower class? No. 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 Not at all. I have such an issue with people saying that swearing makes you look not clever or not sophisticated. It's it's just words. It's any. It's like any other words we'd use. It's so. I think it's such an outdated way of thinking mm-hmm. to say. That just because you say particular words that means you're not clever or you're not like the same level as everyone else or people should be above you. It's it's mm-hmm. just ridiculous. I mean, there was a study that was um done and it says that people who curse more um are more truthful. Um, they barely lie and they're more intelligent. Now I do agree with yeah. that because I'm one of those people. And I mean, I think more words you know of the English vocabulary, it does mean you're more intelligent. So if I know every swear word more than some little posh bitch who doesn't swear, um, you're more authentic. Then I'm actually smarter. Exactly, you're more authentic. It's swearing is an it's an emotive reaction. It's an emotive language. So you will curse based on how you're feeling and sometimes there's no other word you know for people who say sugar if that works for them fair enough but sugar is not a word for me that is emotive enough to get out how i feel i need mm. to say you're a fucking cunt i i, I need yeah. to say like that to get out my release of anger yeah or hurt or whatever um so i don't think it's lower class i think it's actually showing you that you're more intelligent you're more truthful um and you're actually more secure in yourself because you don't give a fuck what other people think about you you know exactly Exactly. you're not letting people's opinions affect you so if anything it just means we're all just the better of the better which the better a hundred percent um and as i said like when you're when you're that level of angry or hurt and it's an emotive language sometimes there is no other word to say that to say how you're feeling you need to say those words um and you're being yourself exactly you're being yourself in that moment (laughs) (laughs) maybe you'd run something over if you didn't say it you know the grace you have to do (laughs) (laughs) exactly you need to do it um i just think overall you're being yourself when you curse you're not censoring yourself you're just being your authentic truth so Mm. um so my my next question is why do you think in society it's a bad thing like it's censored in some tv and film like there's the watershed thing you can't do any of that before 9 p.m and it's not even about swearing it's about you can't see sex scenes or anything but it's just human life do you know what i mean so why are those things censored and why can't fuck can't piss shit why can't those words be part of everyday language 
like what's your opinions on that like as frustrating as it is i suppose it's a way of protecting the kids <laughs> <laughs> but then they're exposed to it in other areas anyway so i feel like it's not like you're going to 100 percent block that content away from them so you might as well just mm-hmm. let them see it <laughs> mm-hmm. anyway, what about you? yeah well in terms of kids it is i suppose like trying to like keep them safe and like put them in this bubble of like you want to protect them and want to make them think that the world's like such a nice place but at the end of the day no matter what point in their life at some point they're going to find out that they're swear words that what sex is where all these things are used so what is the point in trying to put this front up on tv like all these things don't mm-hmm. exist like it's a part of human life just show it like i understand some things obviously you don't want to see like well some people don't want to see like a hardcore sex scene at like nine o'clock in the morning but <laughs> It's just a regular part of human life. There's no point trying to censor it out and pretend it doesn't happen for along the way. Everyone's going to find out about it. I mean, the thing about what you're saying about the sex scene at 9am, <laughs> I mean, some people do have sex at 9am. So it's like, why yeah. can't we? I know, like, you know. But then who said that people can't see these things? Why? why are children deemed too young to learn a swear word like why is a swear word not appropriate like why can't we go into the workplace and say can you just fucking leave me alone i've just come in the door it's a monday morning i don't need your bombardment of questions saying how was your weekend oh my god what did you do with kids uh fuck off i don't like you let me take my coat off and get a cup of coffee before you fucking start bombarding me bitch like why can't say fuck off like why can't fuck off be can you go away for a second, please? Or I've got a migraine. Why can't you say it? you're doing me fucking head in? <laughs> like to me, I just think it should be everyday language. And I know maybe in society that's not what it is, but it's, it's ridiculous. What do you think, Sarah? Yeah, I kind of agree. I just like I suppose to a certain extent people or society want to maintain the innocence for children for a little bit. But to me, I don't really understand why why swearing. Like, maybe sex scenes at 9 o'clock in the morning is maybe all right for them not to see, but a swear word, I'm kind of like, it's just language. It doesn't, it doesn't really do anything. It doesn't, it, sh- it shouldn't really affect them that much. So I don't really understand the whole preserving the innocence mm-hmm. through not swearing around kids because there's yeah. plenty of parents that will swear around their children mm-hmm. and it doesn't psychologically damage them it's not no. really that big of a deal like i have had now while my mother is very very you know against swearing my dad has a bit of a foul mouth on him sometimes and that's fine like mm-hmm. it hasn't it hasn't you know made me think any less of him mm-hmm. i think i'm actually more of a daddy's girl than a mom's girl to be honest um although I love them both equally you know but like it's not it's not really a big deal just I don't think it's a big deal to swear around children Mm. I mean I was speaking about my cousin um who tells me off for swearing and that kind of like makes you think how much you swear but he also he told granny off during the week she watches the classic soaps on ITV3 Mm -hmm. during the afternoon they show like old old reruns of like the 2000 episodes etc and um, he goes, Granny, you shouldn't be watching them programs. Um, there's so much drama in them. 
because they they would show like sex scenes and stuff. Like I remember, it was like Christmas last year, and we were watching it, and it was like. I don't know if you ever, Emily, you'd be way too young to remember this. So I'm just talking to Carla and Sarah here. But it was like Kim Tate was in bed with Chris Glover, or whatever his name was, and they were having an affair. And it showed a sex scene at like 1 p.m. Like a proper <laughs> sex scene. And do you know what I mean? Done us no harm. I remember as a wee watching Footballers Wives and oh, Bad class. Girls and all that there. And loved all that TV. Done me absolutely no harm. I'm sure all the people out there going, God, he curses too much, would be like, God, it did affect him. But I just blame footballers' wife. It was unreal. Bad girls. They're both on Britbox, uh, you know. Oh, then I can't watch anything. Love like it. I started watching. So restricted. I'm in a different country. You can't, you, you can't watch Britbox. Like, I can't watch any of the demand shows, you know, like ATV, BBC. Nothing works down here. Yeah, I you know. have to have VPN, and that's just complicated. <laughs> Oh, oh my god, god Carla. I might as well be in a different country. Does, does Eamon realise what you've done for him? I know. <laughs> I had to give up a lot. Football is my bastards. <laughs> I have to watch uh Cornetia Street on oh, some god. Virgin Media, Media channel or something. Is on RTE one? I don't watch Extenders. Oh no, Extenders is the best one. Oh, I hate it. Oh, I hate Carly, it's so boring. <laughs> I actually stopped it. I just I was bored and then I started watching it again. But it's... I can't. This sounds we're so fucking old now. What we're going to talk about? But I hate that Stephen character, Audrey's son from Canada. Oh my oh god! Oh my god, his accent! You just want to get on the TV and slap him. <sighs> got a face that needs fucking surgery. Jesus his voice Christ. is so pathetic. Oh my god, he needs to fuck off now. And I only ever watch Coronation Street when I'm home with Granny, but I see too much of it when I'm here, and then I fucking oh whatever. <laughs> Um, so I, I don't think this will be a very hard question to answer, but like, do you judge people who swear? <laughs> not at all. Yeah. Absolutely not. I mean, from the conversation we've already had, I think that's a pretty, no, we don't judge people who swear. But I will say if you're out there and you do judge people who swear, you need to get a life. You need to have a bit of fun, put your haters on. Put your hair down, go out with people and have fun because obviously you don't have much of it, hon. <laughs> um, so why do you think swearing is so cathartic? Big word of my guys, look at me. Yeah. What does that mean, Kevin? <laughs> for all the listeners, not for me, obviously. <laughs> Therapeutic. <laughs> Tension releasing. Yeah, very good for you. Cathartic. So, Carla, why do you think swearing is so cathartic? Um, I could do with a definition, explanation. <laughs> it's, it's, it's like um, it's, it's good for you. It's like a release. It's like why? Do you, well, here, why do you feel so good after doing it? I mean, swearing. swearing that is. <laughs> I mean, it fucks the fuck, isn't it? So. It's just like an, it's just a way of expressing yourself and like like that aggression, like if something like is. Ground, grinding your gears it's the only way is to like mm. get across how annoyed you are oh, unless you go and attack them which we <laughs> obviously can't do that <laughs> unfortunately unfortunately uh emily sarah what do you think i feel like because the words are so harsh it just it is it is really like just getting something mm-hmm. out when you say it like obviously cunt is such mm. like I don't know, I don't even know how to explain it. It's such like a strong word that it just you just feel so like 
you need it to say it when you say it. Like it just yeah. brings like a weight I mean, off yeah. you. Sorry, Sarah, okay. go ahead. No, I was just gonna say I agree with Emily. It's just like it's the easiest way to like get it's like almost like a tightness in your chest mm-hmm. and then it's yeah, gone and you're relaxed. It's weirdly relaxing. Oh yeah, no it is. I'm I mean I have a I, I, I pick on Emily's point, like, cunt, as we all know, is my favorite story, but I say it every fucking podcast episode, you're all my friend, you've heard me say this a million times, I can't really say a sentence without cursing, to be honest, um, but I can, because in, in a work setting, I don't curse, but, like, I do the fingers under the desk, which is basically cursing, so, um, oh, God, I'm so forgetful, my point goes out of my head all the time, oh, God, That's old um, age, Kevin. huh? Old age. Or the wine, to be honest. Um, <laughs> um, oh my god, what we're talking about? Jesus Christ, Amani. Dementia. <laughs> um, Jesus Christ, Amani. This is annoying. Who, seems... you need to put the bed, Kevin? <laughs> maybe, actually. Maybe, maybe, maybe. Um, but for me, swearing is it's just very energy releasing. It's 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 how I truly feel. It's I'm what I'm gonna say and blah blah blah. You know what I mean. All the same points. And if I do think of that point, I'll come back to you because it was very good. But I can't remember. You'll be in bed tonight and you'll be like about to go to sleep and you'll go, oh my do you god. Know what? I'm the type of person. I'm the type of person. We'll edit. I'll talk into this microphone myself and edit it into the <laughs> podcast if I do remember. <laughs> and I'll just add, I'll add a laughing track in behind it, <laughs> pretending it's <to> you guys. <laughs> um. Okay, so I did lock up play because from memory and maybe like Channel Five documentaries, um, there are a lot of places in the UK that are named after a lot of swear words. So I'm just gonna get a few up here. So did you know, which is quite funny, and this is this I can't wait to Ellie hears this, Emily. Um, there is a place in Warrington. <laughs> oh my god, there we go. Which where um Ellie lives with her partner there is a place called slag lane oh my god okay <laughs> why am i not surprised <laughs> but the even funnier part is there is a slag lane medical center <laughs> <laughs> oh my god <laughs> so ellie if you're listening can we go sometime to see it <laughs> get a picture can we go on a trip can we get a picture for the pod please ellie you and erin can drive there and send it to me please so i can post it um i'm really intrigued about that place to be honest um okay there used to be a place in london way back when in god knows what age and it was called group cunt lane (laughs) now it obviously had to change its name because you can't call somewhere that. <laughs> like, I like the word cunt, but I don't like the connotation of grouping one together. Yeah, in that's that fair. Word. So yeah. you, you need to change that word. And they did change it eventually. Um, but it was used in olden days, like medieval times, as a road where the prostitutes went. So you can kind of see where that kind of road name came from, to be honest. Um, some other fun ones are Slack Bottom Road. That's a natural place. Twap's a natural place somewhere down south in England. Um, <laughs> you've also got Fanny's Town in Northern Ireland. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you've got Shitterton. Oh my god. 
My personal favorite is Finger and Hope. <laughs> Oh damn! Imagine reading that as your as your dress. Can you imagine them? Oh my god! Can we get someone who works in call centers on this podcast now? Um, <laughs> would like to live here, Bitchfield. Oh, that sounds really nice. That, that sounds quite posh. I like Bitchfield. that. <laughs> Bitchfield. That sounds really fucking posh, actually. Bitchfield sounds like somewhere that like Desperate Housewives could have been set. Doesn't it? Bitchfield. Um, a few other like just ones I'm reading off my phone here. We have got Peckerman's Wood, not really that dirty to be honest. We've got Clitterhouse Road. <laughs> oh god. We've got Back Passage, which is in the city of London. Um, what else do we have? We've got um Cumming Street. We've got Hooker's Road in Wadmanstow. Hooker's, <laughs> Hooker's Road, not funny. We've got Swallow Street. <laughs> Oh my god. <laughs> to name a few. Um, so yeah, there's loads of other places. I'm sure there was somewhere else called like Cunt Alley or Cunt Lane somewhere in, in London. But obviously I'm sure they would have to change all those things. Um, okay, so different countries and different cultures have different levels of offence when it comes to swearing. And a really good one that I actually picked up on during, funny enough, my other passion apart from podcasting you know, is um, Eurovision. And Italy hosted the Eurovision last year in 2022. And France and Italy are big into their hand gestures. So if you do your hand gesture especially in italy if you do your hand gesture wrong they can take great offense to it because that's like their version of saying cunt apparently if you do something wrong with your hands um and it's an instant offense in italy they'll like they'll treat you like like a leper if you Uh-oh. mess up your hand gesture oh so maybe don't use your hands when you go to italy i use my hands a lot though I mean, I will say my favorite hand gesture is the finger. We all know that. I love giving the finger. I don't know if you listen to the podcast. I fucking hope you have if you're on this podcast. <laughs> but um, I love giving the finger, especially when people don't know I've given it to them. It's just it's so satisfying. It's petty, but it's so satisfying. <laughs> um, it's like when you give the middle finger when you're driving. Oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. But driving. only if they do it first. Yeah. Oh no. I right. don't initiate it like. Never be the aggressor, be the finisher, in my Obviously. opinion. Exactly. <laughs> um, so I, I kind of want to finish up this thing now about our opinions on it. So um, we've already talked about ch- 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 uh, children and swearing, haven't we? I think we have. Like, mm-hmm. we shouldn't, you know, talk in front of them and talk behind them. I, I would, but if other people wouldn't, to be honest. But I do know a <laughs> seven-year-old who does curse quite a lot not my family extended family um but he does put fucking every single sentence so he'll be saying the dinner's not fucking ready um oh my God. every's in school he'll be like i'm not fucking doing that um and he's seven years old now apparently the parents don't swear in that family like that so i don't know where he's getting it from but i think a child swearing is so comical yeah it's mm-hmm. wild funny oh, i think it's, it's so the funny thing and- Maybe if we normal see this is the thing because Nick can be quite defiant to me. So if I say don't do that, he'll do it. And I'm sure children are the same. Not to say Nick's a child, but well, we'll say it anyway. But um, <laughs> if you implied it anyway, exactly. If 
and he listens to these and he like he'll be he always texts me after or rings me after a podcast i can't believe he slagged me off so are you listening <laughs> now um nick it's all said with love it, it is can't wait to see you babes on sunday <laughs> 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 um, but I think if we didn't make such a big deal out of swearing that children wouldn't say it because it's like anything if you tell them not to do it they'll do it if you if you don't give it a fucking shit about it they won't do it so maybe yeah, if we didn't sure. react to the, a child saying fuck they wouldn't think well, that's bad then I don't need to say mm. it then do you know what I mean um, touching on class with swearing um i seen a funny meme you know Downton Abbey mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't watch Downton Abbey but you know Maggie Smith she, there was a meme that was saying when somebody says oh profanity is so lower class and she was like oh let me rephrase that I'm sorry it says say apologies or sorry apologies my good bitch but what seems <laughs> to be fuck <laughs> so maybe for those people out there whom I know whom I know yes whom I know who are quite posh maybe that's the level of swearing I should do that makes you feel comfortable and so you take the stick out of your arse (laughs) (laughs) good luck to them is all I say um I mean I have a question those people who are stuck up and too good to curse what are they like in the bedroom because for me personally, I mean, I won't go into too much detail about this, but do you not say like, oh, like, oh yeah, fuck me harder? What do you say? Like, wallop me harder, please. Someone who's listening, who doesn't like swearing, needs yeah, to write, write in, in what, and tell us. What do you say? Tell us what you say. Tell us how boring the rust like, harder, please. The rust <laughs> That's a, that's a mood killer, to be honest. Like, oh my god, <laughs> it's an ick. It's such an ick. It is such an ick. Just grow up, get a life, <laughs> light up. You're, you're grown up. Like, fuck, just know, fuck off. Just fuck off. That's all you can say. Fuck off. Um, does anyone else have any other opinions or stories about swearing that they want to share before we listen from other people? because I'm not a major. Okay, fab. So I put out a question box yesterday and I got some people's favourite swear words. Um, so the first person says that their favourite swear word is bollocks. Um, it's a soft swear word and just works so well. I personally wouldn't think bollocks is a swear word, to be honest. A bollock in my background is a teenage <laughs> bull. Yeah, fair. Um, so You're that's such a farmer. <laughs> Sorry? You're such a farmer. Well, I grew up in that background. I wouldn't say I am one, but I do know the name. Around. You heard a few uh, things on the grapevine. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> the next person says, fuck off. It feels so liberating to tell someone to fuck off. Shame I can't say it at work to both clients and colleagues. Also, I do love prick as well. Well, I mean, is that a swear word? Or are you telling us you love prick? I don't know. <laughs> the next one the next person says um theirs is the full phrase for fuck's sake but i never know is it just for fuck's sake or is it for fuck's sake um 
can we debate and decide which one it is? So is it for fuck's sake? Is it for fuck single? Like fuck sake? Or is it for fuck's sake? I'd say just for fuck's sake. Yeah. Fuck's which one, sorry? I think it's just for fuck's sake. Like the single one. Fuck's sake. Mm. Mm. I would disagree. I think it's fuck's sake because I, you have a lot of I agree, sake. Kev. Unless you're just I pissed off. I disagree with this. this. I don't know the mess when I'm sent. <laughs> Maybe that makes me posh. <laughs> Are you trying to say I'm not? <laughs> yes. You know, Carla, this is a great topic for tomorrow night when we're drinking. Which is it, fuck or fox? <laughs> so, um, Listener, right, right, fine. Let's bring a notebook tomorrow, Carla. Let's write it down. Um, they'll just be like, Sir, sir, for fuck's sake, sir. Um, so yeah, listener, we'll get back to you on that because at the minute we're 50 50. We need more data or data, whatever it's called. There's another debate for you. Um, and the next one is my favorite forward is fuck. It is just, it just kind of slots in anywhere and I don't think it's too bad. Cunt can be a bit harsh if aggressive sometimes, but fuck just rolls off the tongue. Okay, so we have a general consensus here that fuck's the favourite word. I don't agree with that person though, I don't think cunt's aggressive at all, but each to their own, you know. Little fun fact, I did ask my granny before coming to record this podcast what her favourite swear word is and she did say hers is fuck because it just sounds fun. I I mean, I don't know what she was referring to, but it does sound fun regardless what way you say that word. I also asked my cousin and he said um, his one was fuck as well, but it depends on the situation. So there we go. Irish people love to fuck. (laughs) Okay, so we're going to move on to our next section now and it's all about advice agony and you know you write in a question we'll give you an honest real truthful answer um as i always say loose lips hot tips so we're going to start off with the two the two questions i received and um then we can ask if you have any questions so the first one is i always go to costa coffee and every time i go in a barista notices me and serves me um sarah are you there hello sorry i'll repeat the question because you kind of dipped out there so um i'll repeat the question so the person looking for advice they always go to costa coffee is this from you carla because you love costa coffee i actually hate costa now i don't go to it anymore oh oh, jesus christ that has i know how things have changed oh my god i know so um, this person always goes to Costa Coffee and mm-hmm. a, a certain barista always serves this person he wrote in. Now this person, um, oh sorry, the, the person, the Costa Coffee worker always gives this person free coffees. And the Costa Coffee worker messaged the person he wrote in on a dating app to say, hey, I like the looks of you. I'd like to take you out. Now, the person who goes into Costa as the customer isn't interested whatsoever and has just been kind of abusing the privilege of getting free coffees. (laughs) So 
they now feel they can't go back into that particular Costa, but it's their local and they love Costa. So what is your advice? Hmm. What should that Go person do? There's a Starbucks. It's better anyway. Sorted. Tell them as um as, as an addict that's recovered from a cost addiction. Like I used to go to Costa about at least six times a week. Fucking hell, Carl. Spent a lot of money. I have now recovered and then hmm. in recovery. Been two years. And do you? <laughs> <laughs> do you drink other coffee or do you just not go? I do drink other coffee and I appreciate other coffee brands. <laughs> <laughs> I am now more of a, I like the smaller brands and not the commercialised. <laughs> Look at you. Look at you. I'm a, I'm a change woman. The girl I knew six years ago is not the same girl. <laughs> <laughs> I've saved a fortune. <laughs> I would say that. As my mom used to call it, cost a fortune. Jesus <laughs> <laughs> Christ, Paulie needs to get on that fucking marketing thing. That's a fucking genius thing. Oh Tell my her God. to move to a cheaper coffee brand and block or this weirdo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but from the signs of it, this person truly loves Costa and they don't want to have to go somewhere other than their locals so, so go in so what you do is you go into the costa you go to the manager you say can i speak to the manager tell the manager that he's been that this person's been given free coffees get them sacks <laughs> um, you can do whatever you want that is probably the most simple way what? of looking at it <laughs> what do you do Sarah? <laughs> I mean, I feel like getting them sacked is going a bit far because like for so long, they're the reason that you've got free coffees and sure that's nice. And isn't it not lovely for someone to say, oh, I like the look of you. It's a compliment. Mm. So I think, you know, maybe gently say to the person, oh, thanks. Not really interested. And just start fucking paying for your coffee like a normal person. <laughs> I mean, I'd like the person you to write back in. somebody and... to be their fake partner. Oh, mm, or just bring a friend. Bring two for free. <laughs> you know, just like bring them in and hold hands for a few days and they'll get the message. Uh, but then my oh, thing God. is, would that person who give you free coffee if it's so faded <laughs> and then spit in your coffees? This is the thing. You don't know what type of person they are. They could take it really nice, or they could just turn and get so better and join in. Personally, I take Carla's advice and just change coffee providers. Learn Starbucks to me is an or coffee brand. I don't like. Well, cost is nice, yeah, but to me, Nero also is another option. I like I like their Christmas selection. How old are we? Oh my I do God. prefer Costa over Starbucks and Cafe Nero. To be fair, I'm Did like, I'm on. <laughs> I'm like, no, it wasn't. It wasn't me. You know me. I'd freak. I'd go on a date just to like pander to the person and be like, oh, you know, that was fun, but like never again. So like, don't take my advice. Or no, take my advice. Just don't do what I would do myself. <laughs> I my advice and what I tell other people to do are very, very different. Like, I'm great at advice for other people. Can't do a thing for myself. So That's a, that's a great idea, to be honest. You, you know. can invest in a great travel club. 
Oh my god, that's I do that. That would save you so much aggro and having to explain to people. Just do what Carla says, that's fucking amazing. I I'd probably save them a fortune. You would my let review, know. My give Carla the money. One year review, how much have you saved? <laughs> yes, come back to it on the twentieth of July. Actually twenty four. I've just thought of something. Yes. For said barista to message this person on a dating app, did they not have to match? Oh, yes. Well, I don't want to give away the dating app. But it's a uh, dating app that you're nearby. Right, okay. You're not. Um, oh, okay, I follow. Mm-hmm. Okay. You don't need to. Um, <laughs> any people out there that know the noise, you know what it is. Um, okay, so the next, well, yeah, loads of opinions. Just do what you want, but regardless, let us know what happens. Yes, please. Later. Because a lot of you don't write in after you give me a question, and it really annoys me. I need more context. Um, so, what the next question is what to do when you're the friend who always makes the effort? Mm. Now, I'm going to just very quickly, maybe not quickly because I do go off on tangents, but I I will say that a lot of the time I'm the friend who makes the effort and I will say that I have learned to, over the years, to just stop trying and that's hard, it's easier said than done. But if you're the friend who always makes the effort and no one's checking in on you and you're not getting messages back and all that there, stop and save yourself a bit of pride and realise that you're better off without that person in your life. Now, I know there are certain circumstances where people are busy and you might not hear from certain people and that's that's completely different. But if it's a constant theme where you're never hearing back from them and it's not just like a one-off or twice-off or whatever... um then that's different maybe give a bit more leeway but if it's someone you never hear back from and you're constantly chasing them and they give you one word answers and you're always inviting them out places but they never invite you stop it because they're not a true fucking friend simple in my opinion but what do you guys think cut them off all with it carla <laughs> just cut it at the root and cut them off exactly they're like a weed yeah i agree cut them out. <laughs> you just need to remove them <laughs> toxic i agree with the thing of like exactly um if you're if you're constantly making the effort and they're not 100 quick them off because i will a thousand percent hold my hands up and i am i am the worst person sometimes for like replying and like doing this and doing that i am so i'm fucking awful at it but the difference is with people like me or whatever is when you do message back, you do put in the effort and you are very apologetic and you're like, oh, I'm so sorry, this has been happening or that's been yeah. happening, like, but like, let's catch up, I really want to see you. That's when I feel like it is like, oh, it's like they genuinely do care. But when it's like you said, if you're trying to make plans and they're constantly blowing you off or they're giving you one way answers, just fuck them off. Like, it's just not worth it. Mm-hmm. Like, no one is, like, no friendship is worth that much hassle. No. Life's too short exactly. and... I always say I have enough friends in my life. I don't need no more. The shutters are down. And to be honest, it could be doing the sense of having with it, but it could be doing with getting rid of some. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have time for everybody. So if you um do piss me off, then I'll just put back. Do you know what I mean? So I agree. So watch yourself, girl. 
<laughs> Sarah, yeah, I'm just gonna be pulling you like a weight. <laughs> I know. <laughs> what about you, Sarah? Yeah, so I'm kind of the same as Emily. Like, I will say I am a terrible replier, but like, as as the same thing as like when I'm replying, I'm actually like not being the one word answer, but like, I have a tendency to reply to people in my head yeah. and then forget that I haven't replied. So like I I am one of those people that sometimes I fall off the face of the earth for a little bit and you're mm-hmm. like, is Sarah alive? Like what's happening? But then like I'll come back and I'll be like, it's like nothing's changed. I'm very much an advocate. Well, not really an advocate because I, I don't like not being in contact with my friends, but there's this whole principle of low maintenance friendships. Mm-hmm. And some people just aren't big texters or phone callers and they prefer to have, you know, quality time in person. Mm-hmm. Um, and if, you know, for the person that's written in, if it's just like, uh, you know, you're maybe the first one to start a conversation, but you're always getting, you know, energy back and someone wanting to spend time with you, then, you know, maybe even try and bring up a conversation about it. Be like, oh, look you know even from the point is saying is everything all right just like double checking you know checking in on them and maybe that's again you making more of an effort but like try and figure out you know if there's actually a problem Mm -hmm. and then if there isn't that's great and if there is well then you can be like oh you know well then fuck you kind of thing I just don't think that it's like I'm I'm the worst person to say, oh yes, cut them off because I never cut anyone off. I'm a softie. So I mean, I will say I'm not completely like guilt free when I say this. I'm like, cut people out if they don't text you back. There are times where I am ridiculously busy and I do not have time to look at my phone. I don't have time to message. But when I see someone has read a message and not replied, I will be like, cheeky cunt. But then if, if they do explain to me that they're busy, I understand because, you know, we're all busy at times. We are, we've all got our own lives. People aren't sitting by the phone waiting for Kevin to call or text. I do understand that, but it's <laughs> so offensive. They're not. Um, <laughs> but I do understand we're all busy. We've all got our own lives and we've all got things going on that people maybe don't share. Um, so that's a hundred percent. That's fine. But if, if it's just a constant theme of people not getting back to you and, they're not inviting you out to dinner or whatever then blow them off like carla's coming over to me next week and we're in constant discussion about like where are we gonna go we're caught you know if i was if i had a friend who was like you book everything and no discussion and no like if i was texting carla and saying where do you want to go and she was just like oh you just do it but like she has an input which i love because I just I, I love organizing I love booking things but I want some feedback and stuff and I hate people that just go along with it and just like fuck's sake and then when you know gets me oh, I'm on one now people who go along with it but then complain, and then complain. oh I'm just like bitch you have to sit down sit the fuck down you have the chance to say your opinion but you never give it so you're going to accept what we're going and to you're going to be happy with it exactly yeah that's fair that's fair. Yeah, Carla, I'm very excited for next week. <laughs> yeah, I'm not just 
just shocked to have received my itinerary yet. <laughs> this is what I mean. This is an example. I'm so busy. <laughs> but I will get Standards round to are that. slipping, Kevin. I'll get round to that this week. I need a PDF document by then. Anyway. <laughs> I never do that. I, I will, know. I will I do that. that. <laughs> by the end of the weekend, I will have that done for you, I promise. Because I want to give that's your not my desk by the end of the week, you're sad. <laughs> You're waiting. <laughs> See, look, ladies and gentlemen, I'm not perfect. Carla's going to get rid of me. <laughs> I'm going to get you off this podcast. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> right, girls. Have um, any of you three got any questions that you would like to ask for advice? No, I don't know. I don't think no. so. I'm pretty perfect. <laughs> No pressure. Like you don't have if you don't have one that's perfect, don't worry. Um so if you don't have one that's fabulous, well that is that is us coming to the end of the podcast, guys. I have thoroughly enjoyed this podcast. Yes, I mean I'm you know, I've had so much fun. I think it's a really, really fun topic to do after having children. <laughs> Or not having children. I'm not the only one who's trying to conceal the bump, Carla. Mm. <laughs> we were on that last yeah, week. Yeah. That's the joke that me and Carla were texting about. So sorry, Emily, I'm there. We'll tell you off air. Oh, do you know when people hate listen? I fucking love it. Um. Um, so that's us coming to the end of the podcast. Uh, this is actually the longest episode. <laughs> this will be almost two hours. Like the last one was an hour and fifty. This is two, dead on about two hours or over it, which just fabulous. Um, so I would like to thank Carla and Emily for joining us for the very first time. Loved it so so much. I really hope to be back soon. Ian's will be, Ian's will be, fabulous guest, and Sarah, thank you for being a veteran. <laughs> I'm coming to war every week. No, where else would I be? Where else would I be? I'd like to thank everybody out there for listening to yet another long ass episode. I do. I, I'm going to stop saying that I'm trying to cut these episodes down because each week I say that they just get longer, so I'm better not to say anything. Um, but if you have listened to this, I'll be like Oppenheimer. <laughs> Next week, everyone. Come on back. <laughs> um, if you have listened this far, thank you very much. And thank you for your, conti- your continued support. Please like, share, and review our podcast and all good podcasts and apps. Give us five stars because. The more stars you give us, the more reviews, the more shares, the more likely we're to, we're to be discovered, and we don't have to work anymore. So thank you very much. <laughs> um, again, thanks for listening. Drink responsibly because we don't. And take your milk thistle, and we will see you next week. Bye. Say bye, girls. Bye. Bye. bye.